one, two. Give me it. Just give me a number. Give me something. Throw me a five bone. minute fairy tale. Alice's adventures in Wonderland. Alice. Uh, Alice's Adventure in Wonderland was actually uh, written about Stockport, you know. <laughs> was it? The Mad Hatter, the yeah. Cheshire Cat. Yeah, all, all Stockport. Um, yeah, and she went mad because of the fumes she breathed in in the Hat Museum. You could have, you know, there's plenty of other books you could have picked off the bookshelf in my front room here to make it look a bit credible. Never mind Alice in Wonderland. You've got ten yeah, colouring books in a row. <laughs> you need ten colouring yeah, because books. because it's the, old, the kids' old books. You could have, you know, we've got some, uh, you know, a book about the Manchester Martyrs up there. There's How to Draw Manga up there. There's a there's a Walking Dead DVD there, you know, good, a very good Thesaurus up there. But, oh, no, you have to go for Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> you are listening to County Live with me, Martin. What did I call myself? Jompston. Jompston. Martin Jompston. And who's over there? Chris Jompston. Um, and we're all we're in a jolly mood. I've been on the ale, so uh, you know there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, you there's, have. There's all. I don't know what's going on beyond the doors. All kinds of people in this house. So if there's any noise that comes through, like dogs barking or people laughing, then excuse me. But. Um, We've got another packed show for you tonight. We've got a cheetah leg end on the show. On the show, we have indeed. That's really, really exciting. Um, and, you know, the uh, bogey teams are bogey team for a reason. Let's just get that out of the way. They are. I, sh- I should make the point that I have not had any ale yet. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, bogey teams are bogey team for a reason. And you just knew it. You just knew it. I'm looking at your bookshelf again. <laughs> and there is a book down there called The Crowfield Curse. Now, I must admit, I've not read it, don't know anything about the book, but I know that Stockport County's chapter in the National League North will be the Brackley Town curse, because that's what it was. You know, yes, we've had wins against Brackley, but you just knew there was something in the air going down to Brackley, Brackley of all places, down that really, really long, horrible road, then up all through the estate to get onto the ground and blah, blah, blah. Everything that comes of it, you just knew there was a bad vibe in the air. Um, and it came to fruition. It was not a great game. It was a pretty dull, boring affair. Um, we had little bits of positivity. Brackley didn't really offer too much. They took their chance. We didn't take ours. There's your run finished. And um, well, let me put this to you then. If that was three weeks ago, a month ago, do you think County would have won? No. You think so? It's just it's just one of those things. Yeah, so n- not that you know the the longer a run goes on, the the bigger the chances that you're going to lose it, obviously. So, but you think it's just you know they're just one of those teams. No, it's a good question. Um, I think on the day when you when you break it down fully, um, Brackley were better in the departments where it counted, and they got the rub of the green where it counted. So the pitch, you start on the floor. Jim Gannon teams, they get the ball down, they move it around. Um, the pitch did not lend itself to that. The conditions didn't lend it to that. It was not a day for beautiful football so you take that out of the equation you then have to go over them or through them because you can't play around them um you know there Gaz Dean at the back oh just brute of a center half real you know big strong tall fit athletic you know very strong player um you're not going to get a lot over him you're not going to get a lot of change going through him um county tried they huffed and puffed the eyebrows were raised when Matty Warburton 
you know, left on the bench. But Elliot Osborne, for me, great player. Really, really impressed with him this season. You know, didn't really work for him. Um, Matty Warburton comes on at half-time for Jake Kirby. A few different... We tried it a number of different things. And I think, honestly, Martin, we could have played for four more hours that day. Uh, and I don't think we would have scored. I don't think... Or if we had a scored... Brackley would have scored again. It, it was just one of those days where it wasn't going to work for you. And we discussed it in detail whether it was right to start with that Elliot or Matty or both of them. And yet, who's who's to say the the other way round? It would have made a difference. I say with Gazdine in that kind of form, with County's record with Brackley, with the kind of conditions, not still in a really good place in the league, still everything to fight for, still got a really good squad. You would, you know, and the best manager in the league and the best fans in the league to to take us. Up. Well, we had. I was in a, an unusual position tonight before my interview with Jim. Uh, in that, uh, I had were to you wit- doing a handstand? Uh, no, I, I was witnessing. Uh, he was being interviewed by another by a competitor of ours by another podcast something outlet that. Boo. Yeah, not very good. Um, uh, and it, you know, he was talking about that game in particular, and he said uh, he said something that was interesting. He said, um, "If you'd offered us this position." three, four, five months ago, would have snapped your hand off for it. And he's right. You know, okay, we're out of the Cheshire Senior Cup now. I don't think there'll be a lot of sleep lost about that if I'm if I'm honest. Uh, we've got the chance to go to Wembley. We're two, you know, we're two games, one tie, call it how you like, uh, away from Wembley. Uh, we're second in the league. We're in a real punching scrap for that top spot. I think we've got a favourable run in over Chorley and Spennymore. They're looking like spending more of last season now where games are being called off. They're going to have to go Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, which is unsustainable if you need to um, compete at the top end of the division. So, you know, we lost a game of football. It happens and I think you move on and I think in the grand scheme of things, we're still in a really positive place. Yeah, and everything's about context. It always is, as you say. You know, if you'd have said to anybody, look at this, you know, this is where we'll be, everybody would have bit your hand off. So, um, so... Let's find out what, uh, after our competitors had uh, interviewed Jim, Chris did, and this is what he had to say. Jim, back in the uh, back in the warm after training, uh, a bit of a different week this week, we're not coming off the back of a win, tough game at Brackley, tough game in the Cheshire Senior Cup, it's, it's been a difficult week. Um, yeah, it's been a tough week, I mean, we knew that the Brackley game at the end of a week that included Spennymoor and Boston away was, was a real challenge for us, uh, they made it difficult for us. Um, but we had the opportunities to win the game. So disappointed we didn't score. Um, and then if we don't score uh, a goal on, against the run of play or a counter-attack and, or a set play and you suddenly like you lose three valuable points. Um, but um, So disappointed with that. But I can't be too harsh on the players. They put themselves in a position where they could win the game or get something out of the game. Uh, there's been other games where, whether that be Geisley, one all. They could have had a penalty, could have scored a goal. There's other games we could have lost. So we've done really well to take the amount of points we have out of games. Um, it'd be nice for us to take a point, three points out of this game. But um, again, it was the tough game, so I can't be too harsh on the players. And uh, I think that tiredness hangover probably carried into Tuesday's game. Um, we, there was players that we wanted to give a game. Uh, there's been players who've earned the right to continue playing for this team, uh, you know, Josh Robinson, Tom Whitty, Jordan Downing, uh, Will Holt, the, they've all done great at Stockport Town uh, or in this competition for us. So we wanted to give as many of them a run out. Uh, a sprinkling of pros who either needed a game or in Frank's case was suspended at the weekend. So it's just another opportunity to top up the minutes. 
Uh, but I thought credit to Nantwich, they looked a very good side. They had a pattern of play. They were all on the front foot, all brought their A game to the game in difficult circumstances. And um, disappointed we didn't take the lead. But when they got the lead, they had a good grip of the game and never let go. So uh, tough experience for our lads. Uh, but again, um, by 10 o'clock, it was forgotten about as we start focusing on the preparations for Fylde and and that's been what all the work is all about now for the next two weeks is about getting a result against Fylde and uh, what a great prize to, to play at Wembley. You did mention a few times during the, the winning run that feet are on the ground, this isn't going to last forever, at some point it is going to come to an end. Now that it has, does it give you you and the players a little bit more focus, if you like, that you can get back and think you're not in, you're not undefeatable, you're not invincible, let's just get back to playing football and winning games? Uh, well, well, no, no teams. Very rare is a team invincible. Um, you know, uh, obviously, the invincibles at Arsenal. It's, it's tremendous to go through a season. You know, so that's a record that many clubs won't achieve. I mean, the same way the league records we broke of nine nine wins with nine clean sheets, and you think there's there's better teams than us that haven't got close to that um, because it's so difficult to win games and keep clean sheets. And um, so, from our perspective, is that you know. When the dust settles on this season, uh, we'll be looking at um, some tremendous records and tremendous progress of, of the group. Certain players have come here wanting to uh, to build upon their own careers and, and, and move themselves to another level of football. And they've done that uh, with Stockport County. And they brought Stockport County great progress this year. I think now we're coming to the business end of the season. We're coming into the, the last 10 games. Tremendous prizes on opportunity. Uh, for us and uh, I think we've you know a team that's got 22 results in a row uh, doesn't become a bad team overnight so we dusted ourselves down we know there's bits we need to tidy up we know there's players who need to get back to form there's not, we know there's a couple of players who just need to be concentrating on the things that work well for them so if we can address those little issues we'll, we'll get back on a really good uh, winning run um, and like I said um, important game against Fylde home and away um, but I'm really looking forward to, to both those games but also the Ashton game coming around and getting back to league business because I'm still smart and after that defeat You sound excited I can understand why it is a lot to play for over the next few weeks Fylde first up you've already mentioned Wembley a couple of times but how do the lads see it They've they want to come back from a defeat A but B they want to win the next game because of such a prestigious prize there. what's their mentality at the moment? I think it's been really good. Um, we we had prior to the Nantwich Town game. I mean, we put out some good players against Nantwich, but we did keep eleven professionals out. Um, they trained really well on Tuesday night. Really sharp, bright stuff. We wanted to kind of um, get get the weekend out of a system, uh, build upon what we done on Monday morning, uh, make sure we we hit all the physical boxes that we want to, to hit this week. Um, they look really sharp tonight as a group. Uh, trained really well again. Really pleased at the um, the appetite, the energy. Um, so I have no fears about going into the weekend. It's really important that we um, the game plans right, the structure of the teams right, um, and also that we draw upon experiences like we've had against Maidstone uh, and more importantly Harrogate, because uh, we're going to a place to, where you would expect us to be fearful of a team that's one of the top goal scorers in the division, great home record top goal scorer but we did that at Harrogate and come away winners so I think we've got to draw upon those positive experiences um, and go into the game with confidence 
And all I want from from any team that represents myself and Stockport County is to show what they're capable of. And if we do that, then we can get results. The difference of the of the file game and the Harrogate game is this is over two legs. Do you approach the first leg any different, knowing that if you get a draw, you're still in the game, and if you just avoid a heavy defeat, you can bring them back to Edgeley Park and turn it around, or do you just treat it the same as any other? We've got to go and win a game of football. Um, you, you, we, we've discussed this as a staff how we approach the game. Um, I think you just got to approach the game from the point of view of getting uh, a positive result. Um, I've said this about teams that come to Bedgley Park playing for a draw, playing to pinch a win. Uh, I think that creates the wrong mentality to a game. I think that we've got enough uh, confidence in ourselves, enough quality within our team to impose our strengths upon them. Uh, so we focused. We know that we know what Danny Rose like, Norton and Bradley, and they've got a really good, really good group of players. Um, and I can see why they're at the top of the top of the National League and fighting for promotion and the top places in the playoffs. They're a very good side. Um, they don't make many changes for the FA Trophy. And like ourselves, you can you can forget about the league for a couple of weeks while you focus on two games against tough oppositions that gives you a real prize. Uh, so from our mentality, I don't think we've discussed going there, parking the bus, locking the game. We go and play our shape. Uh, we want to get back to not our best team, but uh, our best collective performance, go back to the, the principles and the habits and the, the way of playing and the set plays that worked really well for us over the, the last three months. And um, this is a real opportunity for us to do this, not just this Saturday, but next Saturday. And I think if we give a good account of ourselves in these two games, then we've got every chance of winning um, first tie or second tie. And um, that's the most important thing is, is just making sure that we get the best out of the game on Saturday that we can. And then we'll have a rip-roaring game here come Saturday week. I know I've asked you this a few times this season already, playing higher-level opposition, but does it give you another opportunity to see how your players fare against you know, opposition from the level above? You've got a team, like you say, they're not mid-table, they're not near the bottom, they're competing at the top end of the division. Is it good for you to see how the, how the likes of your 11 fare against them? Yeah, well, I think that's what we wanted to see against Harrogate. Um, Harrogate of... You know, probably 16, 17 players out there, 20, have been the team that got them promoted. So it was interesting to see how they shaped up. Uh, at the time, they'd just fallen out because of games out of the playoffs. So they've done really well. I think filed slightly different, perhaps a little bit more, another level of investment and infrastructure and um, and being full-time for a little bit longer. Um, but really good side who look capable within what they're doing of, of, of getting... A second promotion, um, and that would be their ambition, I'm sure, this season. Um, so I think the quality of teams in our level that are going up now, the likes of Salford, Harrogate, Fylde, and even Halifax, have converted towards uh, some form of full-time football. All the North teams are, are competing really well in the national now, um, and I think that whatever team comes at this level will equip themselves really well next year. From our perspective, um, we've seen what we've done against Yeovil, um, against. Maidstone against uh, Harrogate, uh, away from home against the top sides at this level. Um, and, and this is just another challenge for us against a team that over two games home and away will get a real good measure of whether we're capable. We're all talking about the success we want this year, but we want to see how we're going to shape up for next season as well, should we get promoted. And this will give us a real test. And, uh, I've every conference with 
the structures we have and the players we have, that if we continue with what we're doing for the rest of this season and into next season, then we could be highly competitive at this level in the next. Other news that came out uh, this week was your contract extension. Just talk us how happy you are to be staying at the club a little bit longer. Well, I, I, I'm, you know, when Gary and Richard asked me to come aboard, um, you know, it wasn't about the length of contract, it was whether they, uh, we could, what, the, what we wanted to achieve. Um, I'd like to think over the last three years, we've built every year, we've built the club up. I think there's a, there's a different feel about the club this year than there was last year or the year before. There's a, a different dynamic about the staff, uh, the professionalism of the club and the group of players we have. And I think, uh, uh, you know, um, this contract was sorted out months ago and signed. And um, so I was a little bit surprised it's come out now. But uh, so when I got all these texts um, saying, well done, congratulations, well deserved. Uh, uh, you know, I was grateful of that. Um, but whether you're on, whatever length of contract you're on, uh, you're always determined by each month's performance. Um so what we would need to do is just keep concentrating. It's a, it's a nice reward, and um, I think it was really important from the club's perspective because they wanted me to stay, and if they trusted in me to continue the work that we've done and carry us forward, they believe I'm the right man for this level and the next, um, and I, I value that trust. I've always been very proud from the day, the first day I managed, to the last game I managed. I'll always be proud to be the manager. Uh, what I want now is to use this as a platform to give those that. I want to bring on that journey for the next couple of years uh, to believe that they they know who they're working for, they know what I'm about, they know what the club's about, and uh, it's that continuity that I think is going to breed the success that we build in the future. Just finally, Jim, uh, at your time with Stockport County, you've had a few Wembley experiences already. Do the lads ever ask you about them, or do you ever tell the lads anything about Wembley and what what could be achieved should they get through the next stage? Um, uh, what what I did is um, we 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 talked about the change room about. Their own experiences, and um, you know Sam Sam Walker. I mean, we know all, all about Paul being part of that team that got promoted. Sam Walker uh, went to to Wembley two years ago with thing, and I talked to them about you know is that one of your greatest experience? And I think they both know it's if not the great experience, definitely one of the great experience. So it's not about winning the competition as such, um, but these lads have an opportunity to play at Wembley. Um, but I, I did mention tonight. Um, because somebody reminded it, uh, I think the missus reminded me, somebody must have mentioned, because um, people often ask me what's my best goal for Stockport, and I've, I've scored a couple of good headers and a couple of good ball shots from outside, but scoring against Burnley here in York Glass, uh, whatever the competition was called then, and knowing that we were going to Wembley was a, an unbelievable feeling, you know, forget scoring at Edgley Park in front of our fans in an area semi-final or area final, but to... Uh, to do it against Burnley and to send us to Wembley uh, is fantastic. And, you know, I was one of the heroes that night and I hope one of our players to get, get that feeling because it's a wonderful feeling knowing you're going to Wembley. And then we got that opportunity, uh, if we're successful over these two games, to, to, to go to Wembley. Um, but we're all very determined to get success this season. We've had great progress. We've earned a lot of plaudits. Um, we're very proud of what we've achieved this year. Um, but we all are very, very focused on the next game and the game after that in just making sure that uh, we have the success that we crave this year. Jim, all the very best for Saturday. So, yeah, as you said, very upbeat, contextualise it, put that to the back of your mind, you get on with this really crucial running. What is it, nine games left? 
Yeah, I think um, we've we've got to look at filed first. Um, you know, this is in many ways it's frustrating because we lost against Brackley. You've lost that league form. Um, you want to get straight back onto it, especially. It's, you couldn't have really picked a, a better tie than Ashton United at home. That's the next home game in the league. But it's two weeks away. It's three, <coughs> three weeks away, depending on how you work your calendar. It's, um, so you've got two games against Fylde first. Um, but you know, the other side of that coin is, OK, it's now a chance to go to Wembley. And I loved, and I told Jim this off-air, we had a very long chat off-air tonight, uh, both before and after uh, the interview. And I loved that quote, and I told him that I loved the line where he says, um, I said, you've been to Wembley as a player, as a manager with Stockport County. Do you tell the lads what it's like? Do you tell them? And he said, no, the, the best part for me was scoring the goal that sent us to Wembley. That was better than the actual Wembley experience. Now I've told them, it's your opportunity to do that. Go and be that hero. Go and have that memory that says, I'm the guy that scored the goal that took us to Wembley. You know, uh, for me, that... That is the motivation that you need to take your team forward. That's If you're Matty Warburton, Niall Bell, Elliot Osborne, whoever it is that's going to be up in there, you know, in that final third, gets that shooting opportunity, takes that goal. If you're the, if you're the defender that clears the ball off the line or whatever, um, you make it happen. It, you know, if, if any of those lads are listening now, go out and make it happen because I guarantee you, and Jim Gannon is testament to this, the town doesn't forget it. And these are cup semi-finals. Those moments are going to happen. There will be a chance for somebody to to make a hero of themselves. You know, whether, as you say, whether it's a clearance off the line, whether it's a save from a penalty, whether it is, you know, a last-minute goal. You know, these there's two, you know, two games of football there, but maybe more than ninety minutes each. Somebody is going to have to step up to the plate. So, so he's right. You know, that's how it happens. You know, but but really. You know, as I say, a long time before the Ashton game, um, and not, and as we've said about the FA Trophy all along, unless filed batter us twice, which is really unlikely, you can't really go wrong, because you put in a good performance. You know, you've 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 done your absolute best. Fantastic for confidence. If you get to Wembley, then it's just amazing. Well, he said. So I spoke to him off air again about Fylde and he was saying you know, Fylde challenging at the top end in the division above top scorers in the division above they're going to come with a load of their own challenges right? they're, they're going to have problems for us all over the park but that's not how County look at it let's go at them and say we're going to have a go at them yes they're going to cause us problems but are you telling me the, the squad that we've got isn't capable of causing them problems um, I think if we've got the right mentality and the right attitude and have the right opportunities and take our chances when they come which is Absolutely crucial. I'm not going to bear uh, any ill feelings towards Sam Inahan for missing that chance on Saturday. But you know, if that goal goes in, it's a completely different mm. game. You know, he's not a striker. He's not an out-and-out attacking player. So uh, you know, it, he was just in that place when it happened. But if that chance falls again, bet your bottom dollar he's not going to miss it another time. And I think if if those chances are taken on Saturday, then we're in with a swing. Absolutely, and that's been the, the story of the FA Trophy. You know, being playing sides from above, you know, sides who, who offer that kind of challenge and just going in with that, with that mindset and saying, look, we know what you've got, you know, you, you can hurt us, but we can hurt you and I'm making sure that happens. And, that, and that's what's happened. So, so yeah, looking forward to the next two weeks, but it will, you know, the league will look very different by the time we get back to it, 
But, you know, it's still all in our favour with um, Ashton next, a game that you would expect to win, and then games in your back pocket as well. Moving on to Cheadle Legend. I'm excited about this. <laughs> we actually have a Cheadle Legend on the show. Well, let's announce, let's not announce who last week's Cheadle Legend was. Let's let him do it. Let's let him do it. Shall we play the music first? Go on. The Cheetah Legend. This week, Cheetah Legend was me, Paul Jones. So there you go. Can you believe it? it Wales was... International. Obviously, we have a full interview with him <laughs> in a minute. Um, That's not... <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, we didn't was... get Paul Jones in just to do that. <laughs> we just got him saying it. Um, oh, do you know, I was so giddy. You'll hear in a minute the interview. I was so nervous doing that interview because... Um, with all due respect to Paul, uh, you know I've I've spoken to, to sports stars, music stars, film stars, whatever, all over the world, all you know, you know, uh, and it's fine. But when you speak to someone who was a childhood hero, I was a goalkeeper for my football team growing up. You know, I used to sit in the Cheedland, but I was gutted when he first came in because he replaced Neil Edwards, who was my, you know, I loved watching Neil Edwards play uh, as a kid. Uh, Paul Jones has come in, and I'm thinking, who's this? Who's this new guy? But to, you know, this cocky Welshman? To, to, to go on and do what he did and then to play at the level he did um, was incredible. So he was our Cheetah Legend last week and what a flipping nice guy he is, which we'll hear in a moment as well. But first, let's do this week's Cheetah Legend. Yes, let's, indeed, let's do that. So I suppose I have to do the music again now. You do? So this week's, you might remember last week's Cheetah Legend... Uh, it was a big long list and it took us ages to get through. In some weeks, it has been absolutely massive. <laughs> yeah. Not this week. This week, I am convinced no one's going to get it. Okay. And it's not because he, it's not because he didn't play many games, because he did, um, but it's just a really short list. So here we go. Our player this week. Started his career in 1986 with Liverpool, no doubt, where he stayed for two years. He didn't score any goals, but to be fair... He didn't play any games. He then moved it's to hard Port... to score in, in the, those circumstances. He then moved to Port Vale in 1998, uh, sorry, 1988, where he played 180 games, uh, scoring 10 goals. He left in 1995, where he went to Shrewsbury Town, where he only played on loan at the end of the season, played three times and scored one goal. Then came his career highlight. <laughs> He moved to Edgeley Park in 1995. He stayed there for two years. He played 57 games for Stockport County, scored six times. He then moved to Hensford Town in 1997, where he stayed for one season. There are no stats of him at Hensford Town. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the clubhouse burned down? What happened? <laughs> Don't know. It was there where the list ends. <laughs> Bearing in mind, we're reading from Wikipedia. So, let me go down that again. Liverpool, no appearances, no goals. Port Vale, 180 games, 10 goals. Shrewsbury Town, three appearances, one goal. Stockport County, 57 games, six goals. County, he was there between 95 to 97. No cheating, no Googling, no Wikipedia in. Who is this week's Cheadle Legand? Get involved. You can leave a comment on Mixcloud. Get involved on Twitter. Get involved on Facebook. Let us know who was the Cheetle Legend. Or buy a who plane, is the Cheetle Legend? Buy a little plane and fly it over the next game with the banner sticking <laughs> off the back. Yeah. You know, just Tipex out Moyes out or whatever yeah. he said. Yeah. Ridgeway out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And put, put Rod, Rodway and put, <laughs> uh, and put over it who this week's Cheetle Legend was. Yeah. Um, but yes. Here is Chris's fantastic interview with previous Cheetah legend, Paul Jones.
all, let me well, let me start by welcoming you uh, to Stockport County Live. Uh, very good afternoon to yourself. Uh, it's a pleasure for from me for a start to speak to you when um when you were at County in ninety six ninety seven. I was just a young fan growing up, but I was there pretty much every game. Uh, I just want to start by saying, have you been keeping track of County since you left the club? Yes, I have. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not been fantastic over the last number of years, but this season, a um, great turnaround. You know, the boys have been doing brilliant, so uh, may that continue and obviously get promoted. So what a fantastic run they've had over the last month, a few months, um, unfortunately come to the end on Saturday, but um, they've done too tremendous to actually uh, be in, in and around the top two or three there. When you think back to your time at the club, is it is it fond memories? Of course, there was that, there was that terrific season, the cup run and the, and the promotion and everything that, that came with that. What are your memories of County? Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, <clears throat> well, Andy Much, because I was played with Andy at Wolves, um, touched base me in the, season, the pre-season said, look, Dave's after another keeper, do you fence it? And I wasn't getting a regular game at Wolves. So I said, yeah, you know, he sold it to me well, Andy Much, to be fair. And once I met Dave Jones um, and obviously at the club there, it, it looked like it was going places. So that was a very easy decision to make in the end. But, I mean, that season was, I mean, I couldn't have wished for a better season, really, personally, as well as obviously for the club, you know. When we look back at that season, we look at some of the names that, that were on the list, uh, certainly in the League Cup, Sheffield United, Blackburn, Rovers, West Ham, and of course Southampton, who you moved on to later in the career. Are there any memories in particular that stand out from those games? Um, I think Sheffield United won to sort of start us off on the run. It was a hell of a win to beat them 5-2 at uh, Bramall Lane. I think, I think that certainly gave the lads so much confidence because um, you know, we, we didn't have a brilliant start to the season, to be fair. Um, that just got us going, really. And then you know we grew and grew, you know, as well as the cup games in the league. And I think you know, sometimes that just proves a cup run can actually get players in such a good confidence of winning games that uh, it reflects in the, in the league, I think. I was speaking to uh, manager Jim Gannon just the other day, mentioned that uh, I was going to be speaking to you. Uh, he said you were the, the best goalkeeper he'd ever played with. Uh, it must be quite a compliment that I'm sure you've not, uh, I'm sure you've heard before as well. Um, yeah, it's very kind of, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it, you know, as I say, it's, it's one of those different opinions, but obviously I, I did have a, a great season with all the lads there, to be fair, it was just one of those those times, and, and Jim, Jim was obviously regularly in front of me as well, which, um, you know, the experience in Flinney, uh, was was different class, you know. So, but uh, it's very nice to hear. But yeah, <laughs> obviously, um, it's just it's great to be just part of a, something that uh, can at that time. Does it surprise you to see Jim Gannon move into management and and have so many successes in his career? Obviously, taking County up in previous seasons and unbeaten runs, uh, he's really taken to management. Oh yes, no, that no, didn't surprise me at all. You know, Jim is sort of one of those players that. Um, it was a sort of a thinking play in, in a way that you know it, some lads just do it off the cuff and it works, and, and other lads can you know have a bit more more about them as in the coaching side of it. You could sort of see Jim had that about him that he, he sort of the way he tried to relay across to certainly the younger lads how how to play football. So I wasn't surprised when, when Jim obviously got into management, and as you say, you know, he's done very very well. Let's just talk about your career following stop. Obviously, went on to play in the, in the Premier League. Went with Dave Jones. There's no hard feelings. It, it was a Premier League uh, beckoning. We won't hold that against you, Paul. But of course, you <laughs> went on to play for Liverpool as well. Just talk to us a little bit about your career following County. Yeah, as you said, uh, Dave obviously went down to Southampton, so he took me with him. Which, um, as you say, it, it was a, it was a step. Well, say stepping stone, but it, it worked that way for me from going to Wolves to County and then obviously um, to Southampton there. But um, Thoroughly enjoyed it. I had seven 
great years there, really. Unfortunately, Dave left after 18 months or so with personal problems. But um, no, it was just tremendous time. I got in the, obviously the back end of the Welsh uh, the county uh, season as well. I got in the Welsh team and it went from strength to strength from there as well. You know, so um, you know, getting 50 caps for Wales and the country was very proud. But the county, the county year set me up for that really, and then obviously I'd continue that being at Southampton. Um, as you say, I went to Liverpool briefly on loan, which was amazing, really, because I was a, a Liverpool fan as a boy and still a Liverpool fan. But obviously, you know, you follow the team you're with as such. But mm. you know, as a boy, you're still a fan of a club. We've been, you know, brought up around in, in Shropshire. That end was all Liverpool in the 70s and 80s. To be fair, we all supported them. So, uh, but to run out for them, um, it was pretty amazing. You know, as I say, I played uh, at the Anfield many times at Southampton and even Wales when the Millennium, Millennium was being built. Uh, but to actually put the shirt on and run out, run out for them. And we uh, actually beat Aston Villa on my debut one now, so I kept the clean sheet. So it couldn't be better, better really. You know, you imagine playing for County, that, that's what it is uh, for even a professional football to play for you, your own sort of team, you know. Yeah, I mean, incredible career. Let, let me move on, sorry, just to, to where you are now. Uh, one of the things that I was speaking to Jim about when I mentioned I was going to speak to you was he says, Paul's done a lot of work with charities now. What, what do you do now you post football? Yeah, I mean, I mean, basically that, that's it. That's just me. I, I, I enjoy the golf, uh, which is uh, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, a bit of fun. But, but also on the back of that, um, many years ago, now fifteen, sixteen years ago, I, I first started. Well, I enjoy golf. Can we raise a bit of money for local children's charity? They were they weren't um, they didn't just sort of started to be fair, and they didn't have anybody that, that to sort of help them along. So obviously a bit of a face around here locally, so that helped a bit and. You know, 15 years later on or so, we're, we're I think we've raised over well, nearly 300,000 for them now. Um, you know, which is which is great fun for me, as in personally putting the time in, but also enjoying the golf, but also seeing the smiles on the children's faces. You know, so it's a, it's a local hospital, children's hospice, um, and it's gone from strength to strength really now. It's, it's um, backing of this all with Sussex, which I'm, I'm based down myself now, but in between that, a few other charity dues as well. So it keeps us busy. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, anything we can do, we'll have a look at the social media pages, give you retweets and follows and things like that. Just uh, get every county fan checking that out, of course. Just, yeah, just very finally, Paul, uh, a few people held this against me, and, and they were right to do so. When we were going through your stats on the Cheetah leg end last week, which uh, I must clarify is completely our own feature and never, never, never borrowed from any other radio station. <laughs> uh, when we were going through your stats, um, someone said to me, you've just said he scored no goals. Uh, and there was one memory in particular that a few fans brought up. They said maybe you did get your name on the score sheet once. Yeah, I, I thought that. I think it's Plymouth at home, wasn't it? <laughs> was it <Plymouth>? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we heard about a long kick and maybe even a penalty in a shootout. Yeah, it was a penalty shootout, definitely. We, Against we, crew. Uh, that was a quarter-final, semi-final, was it? In the, in the, um, I can't remember what they're called now. You change every three years, two or three years. <laughs> the or- yeah, I think it was the autoglass or Vars or something. That's it, at yeah. the time. Yeah, I think I got the winner. So, I mean, actually, I speak to Dave. I see Dave now and again, different golf events. And we were chatting about that a few months ago. Because um, obviously we, we sort of said, whoever wants to take him, take him. So I thought, oh, fancy the last one. So he thought, what the hell is he doing over there? <laughs> but smash it down the middle. Keeper always moves, you see. <laughs> <laughs> You've got that keeper psychology going on. You had That's it already. It. Brilliant. Exactly. Excellent. Well, listen, Paul, I appreciate it so much. And I've got to say, from a personal perspective, thanks as well. As a fan, that was an incredible season to enjoy. Uh, a pleasure to have you on the show today. Love it. Thanks, Chris. Hopefully uh, the boys will be back in, in the right direction definitely soon. Cheers. Paul, that's brilliant. Thank you very much, mate. I'll Thanks, chop Chris. all that up now. Have a great night, sir. Thank you very much. Cheers, mate.
Thanks, mate. Cheers, Chris. Bye-bye. Paul Jones, what a lovely man. So, uh, were you, did you, were you ner- still oh, nervous by the end of it? Yes. Oh, completely. <coughs> oh, completely. Um, you know, he, uh, he, he was talking about the, the, the giveaway line that you could tell how nervous I was. Was I was asking about his charity work. that he's, You know, he does so fantastically well now, uh, helping children that really need help and you know we said in that interview that we'd retweet anything and we'll put out there so please do go and check out the chestnut tree house um charity that he does some work with it's phenomenal it really is phenomenal but i asked him how it started uh, and he was saying you know he said oh i love my golf um i got into got into charity work through golf i love my golf so i sat there and said oh yeah who doesn't I've never played golf in my life (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we all love a bit of golf I just felt like I had to agree with him because you know he was such a hero. Um, so you know, I'm no golfer either, by the way. No, I'm I'm not, I, and I think you know I think he probably knew that when I said it. Um, but uh, yeah, he was just a, such a lovely guy, such a fantastic guy to speak to, and um, yeah, it, it was a real bit of a a moment for me. And I love the way that you know I asked him, you know, do you keep a, an eye on the results? Do you? And of course he does. Of course he does. I said, does it surprise you that Jim Gannon's become the manager that you thought he wouldn't? No. He says about what he was like as a thinking player and having him and Flinney in front of you, you felt secure. I just loved all that. And hearing all that, there'll be a lot of County fans, I think, who will enjoy hearing just him reminisce. Uh, and I can say that because I was one. Um, and if we were doing Daman um, in his era, then he would have been Daman to watch most weeks. We should do Daman. Well, we well, I was going to bring that back. Um, I suddenly, even though I'm ailed up, I, I remember that we hadn't done <laughs> Daman yet. And back to Stockport County of today, you know, and we're not going to dwell too much on the Brackley match. But who who was who stood out in that performance for you? Yeah, I think when you when you look around the team, there's there's not a lot of positives to pick out. I thought Lewis Baines um, did well, despite arguably could have done a little bit more. Uh, when the goal happened, I thought Ben Hinchliffe made a couple of really good saves as well. Um, it's it's always hard to pick the man. I think I'm going to go with Jordan Keane in the middle of the park. You know, it was a bogged down, dirty, horrible, scrappy game. Um, but that's the kind of environment he thrives in. Uh, and I thought he he did an admirable job. He, there was nothing outstanding about it, but it was just the fact that he was there putting his bid in. Um, I like to see that. So fair play to him. And putting you on the spot as I always do. How do you see the team? For the uh, the semi-finals, and who's gonna who you're gonna be keeping your eye on? Who's you want to watch? My one to watch for two reasons is Sam Minahan. First, my favourite county player always has been. First, first reason for Sam Minahan, uh, that miss. I think um, he, he'll be he'll not. He's not going to try hard. He's not going to be a try. You know, uh, to overcompensate and whatever. I think he's going to slot back in. He's going to get his job done, um, and I think. He's, he's, he is our go-to guy at the moment for dragging the team when things aren't going really well. I think he's he's improved so Such much as a player. Such so, so much energy all the time. Yeah, um, so I expect him to be the, the buzz, the spark that's always just relentless against a higher level. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that. The, one reason I'm, the, the other reason I'm also looking forward to seeing him, I told my brother a little anecdote this weekend and I'm going to repeat it on air because he gave me a, a, a next chapter in that anecdote which I felt I had to share with county fans because he made such a good point about Sam Minahan and he's right so I don't often say we need, that about we need a little brother. jingle Ridgeway's anecdote <laughs> <laughs> I don't often say that about my brother being right because often he's not yeah but they're not this, supposed to be they're brothers they're yeah, idiots this time uh, he made sense I said to him uh, I was out with my kids somewhere else last Sunday somewhere doing non-football stuff 
uh, and that song comes on that that one and um, all I could think of was Sam Minion because that's what the the, the mm. fans sing for Sam Minion so I told Stuart my, my brother I told him when I got home I said that song came on uh, where I was and it made me think of Sam Minion and he said um, well I thought I made up the best song for Sam Minion and uh, it didn't it, it it never came out on the terraces so I'm going to use this platform <laughs> to say come on guys that's a great idea for a song give me a reason why we don't sing Sam Minion to the tune of Sally Cinnamon, <laughs> Sammy Minion, you're my world. You yeah, get it? Yeah, yeah. So I love it. Why yeah. does that not? I'm why down is, with that. Why has that not been a thing? Right. Um, so that's our sign-off note tonight. Is get that going, county live listeners. This is now your task. We want you to get that on the terraces. Get that in the cheerlead. Get that going. Yeah, I Let's like do, it. Are you ready? After three, one, two, three. Sammy Minahan, you're, you're my, my world. world. <laughs> There's a reason we don't sing ever. Yeah, <laughs> we never Abs- will again. Absolutely no. I think maybe that we should find a player to sing a song about every week. But uh, that has been your county life for this week, Chris. Thanks. Thanks.